0: the playmaker hi i'm andrew and this is the playmaker from tortoise one story every day to make sense of the world of football today will the real berry fc please stand up the end of berry football club feels like a bereavement for some fans after 134 years in the football league it's all over Back in 2020, Bury FC, a football league club for 134 years, found itself in dire financial straits, was placed into administration and finally expelled from the league. It wasn't the first and sadly won't be the last, which is why Bury Football Club was used as an example in Tracy Crouch's fan-led review as one of the reasons football is in need of major reform. Its former owner, Steve Dale, oversaw the club's plummet into administration after buying Berry for £1 in December 2018, and after staving off a winding up petition, things got worse for the club, including a 12-point deduction for an insolvency event. Steve Dale became increasingly unpopular, and didn't help matters when he admitted on BBC Radio 5 Live, I never went to Barry. I'm I, I, not a place I frequented, so you know, for me to walk away from Barry and never go back is is a very easy thing to do because I don't do anything up there. I'm not. I didn't even know there was a football team called Barry. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm not a football fan. The club has never been liquidated, so Barry FC has always remained, but they haven't played football since that time, and their ground, Gig Lane, has been left to rot. That's where the sun used to sit I know in the court. Do you want to go and sit where they sit? Yeah Or where they used to sit There's a sub-genre of YouTube videos Where football fans and vloggers explore abandoned football stadiums There's one of Berry's Gig Lane It's a father and son who've made their way into the stadium And are looking at the very state it was left in when Berry stopped playing It's quite a haunting scene you can see they just stopped and left. Pull the door open. No, I opened it from the inside. Oh, right. Box. Yeah, this is where the commentators signed it, I think. <laughs> the grass, once a pristine football surface, has grown to almost half a foot tall. There, but I've got, it says Bury. At one point, the sun finds a few footballs that have been left by the side of the pitch. Bury FC signed. <laughs> it's, it's not signed. The PA system has just been left, with wires hanging out as weeds invade the gantry in which it's housed. It's eerie and sad. You want to do a match now? Yep, come on then. I'll show you how football's done. (laughs) Berry FC's digital presence was in a similar state. The club's official Twitter account tweeted on October 25th, 2019, read the latest statement regarding the future of Berry FC here, with a link to its site. Then, again, nothing until August 2020. This time, it tweeted, latest update from our chairman is now on the website. Then, complete silence until earlier this week when a video popped up. The tweet read, we are coming back. It's with great joy that we can say the fans have bought Berry FC and Gig Lane out of administration and we're working on the comeback story of a lifetime. It was official. Barry FC were back. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The club has been bought out by Berry Football Club's Supporters Society, who have bought the intellectual property, history and memorabilia, as well as the club's Gig Lane Stadium. The club will be fan-owned, using the German model of 51-49 ownership, meaning the Supporters' Society owns 51% of the club, while the remaining 49% can be bought by fans. However, in amongst all the excitement and jubilation of the news that a historic club has been bought back, an interesting narrative has formed. If you've ever wondered what football would be like if it's run by people like you, then come down, get involved, and fall in love with football all over again. Once Bury FC had stopped playing football and entered administration, a group of fans formed what's known as a Phoenix club, Berry AFC. Some 300 fans helped create it, promising that it will be a club by the fans, for the fans. Bury AFC couldn't play at Gig Lane, of course, so it's been ground sharing with Radcliffe FC three miles down the road. It was a team that some Bury FC fans, who... Understandably, thought their club was well and truly gone, started to support. And since Berry AFC's inception, it's done well. It entered the football league pyramid in the tenth tier and won the North West Counties League Division One North this season. They've also attracted crowds of up to 1,800 fans. The problem is, Berry FC is back, but plenty of fans have got used to watching Berry AFC instead. So there are now two teams in Berry, when three years ago there was, in effect, none. Getting a new club up and running is fiddly, so the priority for Berry FC will be registering players, teams and entering into leagues. Berry AFC has shown itself to be adept at organising, has got a team entered into a league and has so far demonstrated success on the pitch. The question is, should it continue? Or do the two parties, as collectively they are all original Berry fans, come together and propose a merger of the two entities to all play under the Berry FC banner at their home of Gig Lane? Coming back from nothing was always going to be difficult, and given the nature of Berry's disastrous expulsion from the Football League, those hurdles were always going to be huge. But for now, Berry fans are basking in the fact that they've got. Their club back. Thanks for listening to The Playmaker. While you're here, let me just quickly tell you about a new podcast series we've launched here at Tortoise. It's called The Backstory with Andrew Neil, in which Britain's most forensic interviewer welcomes a new guest speaking to people with the power to shape events across our society and to influence our understanding of them. This week's episode is with Fiona Hill the former director for Europe and Russia at the US National Security Council. It's all about Vladimir Putin, Donald Trump and her journey from the northeast of England to the White House and I can't recommend it highly enough. Just search for The Backstory with Andrew Neil on any podcast app. Today's episode was written by me, Andrew Butler and mixed by Hannah Varrell. The Playmaker.